Welcome to Divorce Dialogues. I'm Katherine Miller. Divorce Dialogues brings expert guests to the airways to talk through your divorce questions and fill in the gray areas about separating. From thinking about divorce, to how to behave during divorce, to what to do after, this is Divorce Dialogues. Welcome to Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Catherine Miller. I'm the founder of the Miller Law Group and director for the Center for Understanding and Conflict. And I am on a mission to change how people divorce and help them divorce with dignity. And my guest today is Alyssa Deneen. She's a professional stylist and the founder of Style My Profile, which is a business specializing in helping divorced people feel good about how they look and then helping them build a great online dating profile, which is an awesome idea. And uh, this business is the first ever profile styling service for online online daters. Welcome, Alyssa. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. So before we get too deep into style, my profile and all that stuff, what actually is a professional stylist and how do they help people? So I've been working with private clients for about 13 years. And typically I go from the closet up. <laughs> we start in your closet and purge what doesn't work, um, figure out what you need to buy to update your wardrobe and then go shopping. And for people online dating, it's a similar process, but then it also involves revising or editing or even just putting up for the first time a dating profile. Well, it sounds like a pretty complicated process because on the one hand, just we're dealing with the stylist part, you know, there's what the character, the personality that the client, the person wants to project to the world, right? And what their requirements are. What do they do? What are they comfortable mm-hmm. in? What colors do they like? You know, mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff. And then going through the closet and all those fashion victim mistakes, right? <laughs> that everybody, yeah. maybe not you, but everybody has. And, and sort of saying, you know what, you may love this thing, but it looks terrible on you or you haven't fit into this in five years, so let's get rid of it, or that mm-hmm. kind of thing. In a, in a slightly nicer way, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I try to I mean, maybe I'm just talking about way. myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I know I, I try to tell people it's not like what not to wear. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to make you shame you. But yeah, I mean, everybody makes this. It's really the, the mistakes are always it's the same offenders. You know, I buy the same thing over and over again. I go into a store and I get completely overwhelmed and I walk out with nothing. I'm wearing the same thing as I've been wearing for 10 years. Everyone experiences the same thing. And I even admit, you know, if I wasn't in fashion and after having kids and going through a divorce, I mean, it's hard to keep up with all of it. So sometimes you need to hire help help to um, get you through it. So everybody's going through the same thing. Yeah. So I think it's actually when I hear you saying that, you know, everybody makes the same mistakes, like that's reassuring. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, exactly. I'm not the only one dealing with this sort of, OK, you know what? I know this outfit works for me. And so I'm just going to wear this outfit, not the exact same clothes. I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. no laundry. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this kind of look looks OK. And so I'm yeah. not going to think about yeah. it. I'm just going to just keep doing this because it's comfortable and right. it works for me. That's one right. thing. Or I keep buying the same thing because I want it to look good, but it doesn't. Or, oh my goodness, I can't deal with this. And so, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, I mean, I get a lot of new moms who have had children and, you know, their bodies have changed and they don't know how to dress anymore for their new life. And that's another common, you know, issue. So good. So tell me about Style My Profile. So, what is it that 
you help people with, now that we understand what a stylist does, period, Mm -hmm. how to style my profile sort of work from that? Because I think that's a whole other layer, right? Yeah, it is. And some people opt to just work on their profile, you know, if they feel like they don't want to do the whole closet revamp. Um, And then we, we meet either by video call or in person. And we really dive deep and figure out what they actually want to convey to people. Because the idea is that you want to attract the right people to you. And also, additionally, people are going through these profiles really quickly and you want yours to stand out. So the idea is to create a bio that describes you, but in a really interesting, compelling way so that you're catching people's eye, not just with your pictures, but also with your with your words. And people do read bios, contrary to a lot of people's beliefs. People really do read them. So Alyssa Deneen, what are some of the tricks that people should be keeping in mind when writing their bios? Definitely, well, I say think outside the box. A common thing, especially people my age and you know older, is to you know kind of just lineless you know where you're from, where you went to college, what you do, and you don't want it to sound like a resume. You want it to be you know more interesting than that. So you know thinking not just saying I'm active, but saying I love to run marathons or I love to hike through such and such a you know area. Just being really specific. Or I did a bike race last year, and you know just getting a little bit more detailed. So you stand out, you don't sound like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you start to see the same things over and over again. You know, and uh, I, think, I like yoga, I'm a foodie, right. and you know, it's, it's a lot of the same things. So you really, I mean, you can say those things, but you say it in a more interesting way. I don't know a lot about online dating, so maybe this is a silly question, but I do know that when you're looking, say, for a new apartment or a new home or, you know, and you start to be able to read in between the lines of the mm-hmm. of the ads, <laughs> you know, what fixer-upper means or, you know, what these various lines mean in terms of when you get to look at the place, okay, and now I know what they were talking about and being able to make those assumptions once you've been looking for a while about mm-hmm. what that means. And I'm wondering if there's a similar kind of thing that happens in the online dating world. I think there are definitely some red flags that you start to notice, you know, at least I was looking at men's profiles, but there's certain wording that you can tell that maybe they're not ready for a relationship or, you know, specifically with people getting out of divorce, that's kind of common where they're getting out there a little too soon and they're not really ready. Um, So I think it just takes practice, really. And, you know, sometimes it takes a few months of doing it or even longer to really get the hang of it. And it is someone else in the industry in the dating world. Um, she calls it a side hustle. It's like a part-time job, you know, and you really have to put some energy into it if you want to get something out of it. So, Alyssa, how do you know you're ready? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I find that most People come to me after they've already been online and haven't had much luck. But in my opinion, I was ready right out of my, you know, I separated from my ex and I was ready to get out there right away. So, I mean, I think it varies person to person, but I think that some people aren't ready, you know, for different reasons. Some people, it's terrifying to think of going online and they never thought they would do that, especially people, you know, my clients that are in their 50s and 60s who have never, and even 40s too, you've never even texted with dating. You know, that didn't exist exist, you know, 20 years ago. So it's hard to imagine dating in that way. But again, it just takes practice. I'm Catherine Miller, host of Dialogue on Divorce. We're here every other Wednesday from 5 to 5.30 on WVOX 1460 AM as well as WVOX.com. And we're also available as a podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and on the podcast website, 
www.divorcedialogues.com. And I'm speaking today with Alyssa Deneen. She's a professional stylist and founder of Style My Profile about online dating and what it takes to get out there and make the best possible impression. Alyssa, what led you to found this business? Uh, well, it was born out of my own experience, looking at all these profiles of people that had a lot of potential, but they weren't representing themselves in the best way, whether it was, you know, they had only one photo or all their photos were, you know, bad quality or, you know, there's numerous offenders. But I just kept thinking, you know, God, I feel like so many people need help out there, you know. And when I met my partner, we met on Tinder. And I, we started sharing our stories about different profiles, women's profiles and my men. And we were saying, you know, gosh, we should just go back on and market myself in that way and say, you know, I'm not ready to date, but uh, <laughs> I could redo your profile. And so we didn't ever do that. But we thought, what a great business. So that was how it started, actually. And do you usually work with women or do you work with men and women? Both men and women. Um, but it, it's interesting because we started it thinking it would be mostly men. Because a lot of men get out of divorce and, you know, maybe their wife shopped for them for 20 years and, you know, they definitely need a revamp. So we thought it was going to be mostly men and then it's been mostly women. And I've realized that I think it's because more women think to reach out for help on something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of men wouldn't even think to do that. So it's funny because when the article came out in the Times and it got a lot more of a wide, you know, readership, I got flooded with men who wanted help. You know, it's just because I think they hadn't even thought to look into that. Whereas women would Google it, you know, help with my dating profile. Yeah, that's interesting. I think what you're saying is that somehow women are actually actively looking for help, whereas men will, when it sort of lands in their lap, will say, oh, look, I could get help, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And how do you typically work with each of these clients or the men and women? Is it the same process? Yeah. And again, there's different services people elect to have. So, you know, it can be just the profile. It can be profile and wardrobe help. It can be profile and photos. So there's kind of different uh, different packages we offer. What do you wish that people understood about online dating that may be not so obvious right off the bat? That's easy. That everyone's experiencing the same thing. Mostly what I, you know, when people call me, they feel so frustrated and kind of just disenchanted with the whole thing. And I think hearing that everyone's experiencing the same types of things, you know, there's bad with the good. And I think after hearing that, I think a lot of people feel like, okay, you know, if everyone else is experiencing that, then, you know, and it's normal, then I'm going to keep going. Everybody gets ghosted. Everybody, you know, a lot of people reach out to 20 people and only hear back from three. You know, it's just how it is. So you have to go into it with a good attitude and try to have fun with it. And just remember that everybody's everybody's experiencing the same thing. So everybody's experiencing the same thing. It seems to be the way, you know, that most people meet. Once you get out of school, it's sort of hard to have that same kind of social environment that really allows for repartnering, you know, after Mm -hmm. divorce, if that's something that you're interested in doing. People feel like, you know, I think sometimes a lack of confidence coming out of a divorce, you know, will anybody ever really want me or, you know, how am I going to get myself fit, you know, to get back into the dating market? And so what are some of the challenges you think that people sort of deal with as they make this sort of transition from married through divorce and then back into the dating scene? 
Uh, well, again, I think a lot of people divorced, you know, who have been married for many years think, oh, I'm not going to have to use online dating. I'm, I'm going to meet someone in real life. And we all think that. <laughs> I thought that too. And it just doesn't really happen anymore. I mean, of course, there are people that still meet people at the grocery store or something, but it's very rare. It's very rare people set people up with anyone anymore. And it's just the way things are going. I have clients in their 70s who go on Tinder. I think more and more people are becoming accepting of it. What was the most challenging part for you reentering the dating scene following your divorce? Really, it was navigating the dating app thing <laughs> and going to my single friends and saying, you know, is this normal? Is this normal? You know, and it's like learning a foreign language. So again, just getting validated by other people who are doing it as well was huge for me. And I think, you know, you have to take breaks and come back to it. And again, just trying to have a good attitude about it. At first, I would get discouraged, and then I realized, you know, that wasn't helping anything. And if you go back into it with a better attitude, I think it's helpful. So I think what you're saying is that it was emotionally challenging and sort of trying to figure out where your experience fit into the norm, if you would, and, and mm -hmm. how what the sort of the protocols are about how, mm -hmm. to, how to work the technology and how to respond yeah. to what, you know, maybe rejections or inquiries or mm -hmm. whatever yeah. just was all of that was like a new and yeah, challenging thing. Yeah, you have to learn, learn all of it. You have to learn how to text back and forth and... <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's all new, but it's all doable. So what does the Style My Profile process looks like? I mean, I know that there are different levels of service that you offer, right? But in terms of helping people write their profiles, say, you know, their bios, what does that look like? So I send people a questionnaire and I call it a bio tip sheet and it is kind of thought provoking and just makes you think of qualities that you have and things that you're passionate about and makes you think of things that you can talk about. And I have people just, you know, kind of take notes, just free thinking, just taking notes. And then that way, when we meet or do a video call to write the bio, they already have some thoughts going and some ideas generated in what they want to convey. And so then they write it and you edit it? You write it from this? We we actually write it together. What I'm doing is more drawing out information and then I kind of help them, you know, organize it in a certain way. And I really want it to be somewhat in their own voice. I don't want to be actually writing it from scratch. But I think what my skill set is, is getting people to talk and pulling things out of people that maybe they wouldn't have thought to mention. I tell this story over and over again, but it demonstrates it so well. I had a lawyer, that, a client that was a lawyer, and she wrote a cookbook that was published, and she hadn't mentioned that in her bio. And, and I was like, why? And, and she thought, oh, I don't know. Who wants to hear about that? And I was thinking, everybody. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to know that you're a good cook, first of all? And, you know, she was like, oh, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. And, you know, and there's ways to say things so it doesn't sound like that. And just really getting people to talk about things that are unique to them. You know, I think that's a really interesting idea that to sound like you're bragging. I mean, you're supposed to be bragging, right? I mean, you're supposed to yeah, be putting yourself out there. Yeah, but people feel really uncomfortable with it. And if you've never had to do something like this, I think it it's definitely pushes people out of their comfort zone. And that's probably why you get a lot of profiles that look a lot like each other. Well, so mm -hmm. everybody yeah. says active, so I'm going to say active, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? I like culture. <laughs> That's another kind of generic one. You know, where do you go? Do you go to the Philharmonic? Do you go to the ballet? Do you go see concert? You know, what do you like specifically? 
And do you think that men and women approach the sort of bragging thing differently or it's about it's pretty much the same? I would say, I mean, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm I'm being a feminist or anything, but I feel like women have a harder time bragging than men do. I think they're have an easier time talking about themselves in a positive way. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. This is Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Catherine Miller. We're here every other Wednesday on WVOX 1460 AM from 5 to 530. I'm talking today with Alyssa Deneen. She's the founder of Style My Profile and a professional stylist. Alyssa, if our listeners are thinking, you know what, I could really use some help styling my profile, how can they get in touch with you? Well, they can go to my website, which is stylemyprofilenyc.com. They could email me at Alyssa at stylemyprofilenyc or they could call me at 917-714-1969. Great. I know you've spoken about staying confident and owning your level of style savvy. What does that look like? Basically, it's it's saying that women who, who get to a certain age, I think that, and if you're getting divorced and getting out there, you might feel like you need to step up your, your style game in a certain way that doesn't feel you. And I think the owning your level of style savvy is just to tell people it's okay to dress simply or, you know, it's just find your, what you're comfortable in and what is flattering and, and stick with that. And that's okay. And you don't have to veer into trends. And, you know, I think that some people feel like, oh, I've got to follow all these fashion blogs in order to stay relevant. And I think, you know, if your style is classic, stay classic. And, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with choosing pieces that are flattering and comfortable for you. And by comfortable, I mean emotionally. (laughs) Right. So how can people think about refreshing their style or their wardrobe if they have limited time or limited money or, you know, limited interest? Well, limited interest is the hardest. (laughs) And that's why actually more people, people that hire me, uh, even not for their dating profile, it's because they hate shopping. But as far as if you have limited time, I mean, you know, online shopping can be great in a lot of ways, but it can also mean a lot of returning, which can also be time consuming in its own way. So if you can work with somebody that is able to shop for you, you know, here and there, it doesn't have to be, you know, even seasonally, it can be once a year or something. You know, in my opinion, that's the most efficient way. And as far as being on a budget, you know, there's so many different sites out there now that you can find current clothes that are not too expensive. I mean, I'm all about quality over quantity, but, you know, that's definitely an option. And I say, you know, if you can update even just with a few pieces each season, even just two or three, that can really help. Um, And then make sure you're kind of editing out things that are getting too old, too. So do you love to shop? I do. (laughs) Believe it or not, I still do. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that if you were to come and and work for someone and and they said, all right, you know, help me with this, would you shop and then bring the stuff to their home or their apartment or or their uh, workspace and say, okay, I've got 10 things and then you would return what didn't Mm -hmm. work? Yeah, I I can do it that way. Or You know, typically I like to shop with somebody at least one time. um, And then after that, I kind of know their taste and their body type and their budget. And then it's a lot easier for me to then just shop for them. And what do you suggest that people do about, so, okay, you're going to update your wardrobe for the new few new pieces every season. What about making room in the closet and purging what no longer works? I know that's harder to do for people. (laughs) The Marie Kondo thing has, has helped a lot, I think, but you know, what sparks joy, that kind of thing. But I always say, if you, you know, if you can't afford to have a stylist to come and edit your wardrobe, 
which not everybody can, is invite a friend over who you trust their opinion and have them go through it with you, you know, and, and get someone else's opinion. So, Alyssa Denny, coming back to the online thing just, you know, in our last few minutes, I'm wondering if, if there's something that's been really surprising to you that you've learned both in your own experience or, or as a professional helping other people about the online dating world. Again, I think the biggest thing is that people just really want to feel validated in what they're experiencing. And I think that's so much to do with why people reach out to me. They just want to feel like, you know, they're putting their best foot forward and they want to know that they're not the only people experiencing that. And the nervousness and the, you know, unsure of everything and you don't know how to use the apps and there's so many questions. And I think everybody just wants to feel like they're not the only ones going through all of that. Yeah, I think that's really true. I think it feels really overwhelming and serious and scary mm-hmm. and vulnerable making to put yourself out in that way, especially if you're you know, going to really work at it. I mean, in, in a way, if you don't really work at it and it doesn't really work, then you can say, well, I didn't try that hard. Mm-hmm. But once you yeah. say, you know what, I'm going to hire yeah. style my profile and I'm really going to put myself out there, there's risk then mm-hmm. that you will still be rejected. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, what I tell people, you know, I have clients say, well, what what is your success rate? What I'm doing is giving people confidence online. And most people find that their matches increase dramatically. And what I say is, you know, the more volume, the more choices you have on who you can go out with. So the point of, of making a good profile is to reach a broader range of people and match with more people. So you have more choices. So when people say to you, Alyssa Deneen, uh, what's your success rate? What is that? How do they measure success? I think they they want me to say, well, you know, 50% of my clients have gone off and gotten married, you know, and I'm not a matchmaker and I don't claim to be. So it's more, I think when I say to people, your matches will increase, I think that's what people want. You know, they really want to know that they're going to, they're going to have more know, more options. All right. And then again, in our last minute, do you have a a photo tip that, you know, you would give to people about how to pose or show themselves photographically on the profile? I have have so many. That could be another episode. But um, uh, definitely no blurry pictures, no cropping out your ex. Um, People can tell. (laughs) And um, ideally, no sunglasses or hats or at least not in every single picture. And how many pictures do you think there should be? Um, I say minimum of five, and some sites go up to ten. Yeah, so... All right, well, that's really great advice. (laughs) Alyssa Deneen, founder of Style My Profile, thank you so much for being our guest on Dialogue on Divorce. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. 